0: Welcome along to another episode of Horse Around with Horsepower. My name is Jishnu and boy do we have a great episode for you guys today. We're going to try and get through all of the race weekend stuff and more. But uh, joining me today is the rest of my crew, Hello Max, Abhishek and Ritvik. Hi guys. Hi boys. Hello. Hello. What up, what up? Alright, now we're actually going to start with the segment that uh, I've personally been looking forward to a lot because we've got a special guest joining us this week. Let me just tell you quickly a bit about him. His name is Rio. He runs a Formula One-based Instagram page, and a website, and a gaming page, and a couple of other things as well. Uh, Rio, hi. How are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm very feeling very good today. Thank you very much. I feel very great to join here, joining today.
2: We do great as well. I mean, you have thirty four thousand followers, so please some of your followers, you know, do reach out and listen to us. And yeah, hopefully. Yeah,
1: hopefully. I mean, I've been promoting this podcast, so hopefully, some of them may join in and listen when we pub- publish this out. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. Big shout out to Rio because, uh, as he said, you know, for some of us, for some of our, our listeners who may not be following him, he's been our biggest yeah. supporter of day one.
0: Yeah. Match, uh, like it, And actually, before day one, because I actually. Uh, Approached Rio with this idea of starting a podcast and had, you know, his his fans do a poll on Instagram, and got his opinion. So uh-huh. yeah, that's very nice of you, Rio. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks. Anyway, let me just quickly fill in on the poll, right? The poll I remember the results only like what fifty three to forty seven. Yeah. So then it we I I felt a bit skeptical because like the amount of unsupportive people at forty seven percent, it kind of like worried me that not many people would be interested. I mean. I mean, I felt like that in the general public wouldn't listen to podcasts, especially like, say, you give half, half an hour podcast to talk about one subject, and then people, they would somehow just doze off midway.
0: Yeah, true. yeah. but mm. it led to this creation of this amazing podcast that we now have. Yeah, somehow. So, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like Hano said, Rio has an Instagram page uh, with over 32,000 followers, and he posts a lot of stuff besides just Formula 1 content. There's a lot of good hilarious memes, some content from other racing series like Formula Two and Extreme E even, so it's all great stuff. Uh, Rio, why do not you tell us how you got into F one in the first place, and what sort of motivated yeah. you to create this Instagram page?
1: Yeah, so firstly, how I got into F one was that, um, just let just go back in time to twenty ten Singapore Grand Prix. You had this. Amazing battle For the for the race win Between Fernando Alonso Who was Back then with, Was with Ferrari And Sebastian Vettel Who was at Red Bull That time And so What And then So what made me feel, feel that This sport was just so interesting It was So tight battles And then I kind of like Started to get Really caught on After Abu Dhabi When Sebastian won the, His first championship Youngest ever world champion At that time as well yep, And then so like Now it's been Say Coming up to 11 years already and then I still been a loyal Sebastian Vettel fan. And as for my meme page, how I got started was that I actually got inspired by another account, which is now, I believe, a defunct account, which is called uh, GP Humor. And so then on, at that time, I actually didn't really have any aspirations for my uh, page. I just like, okay, let's just go with the flow, play a bit, play around with the memes, and then. Little do I know I'll be just growing and growing until thirty-two thousand plus today. Well done.
2: In, Thanks. <laughs>
1: and how did you come up with the name? GP underscore N underscore V. Ah interesting. Actually, this wasn't my original name. And oh, earlier I actually had another name called Jokes for GP, like the number four. Okay. But ah. then I felt like that didn't work out uh, because like the name didn't really attract enough followers so then I thought like i changed change it around a bit so I add a bit more of the uh Grand Prix part of it and then GP and Meme so it's like a combination of the, of the racing plus the memory together as one
3: I see well what do you, what do you think about our name Horssing around with Horsepower?
1: It's quite an interesting name I mean it wouldn't I mean I wouldn't have expected anyone to name it with this but then the word Horsepower is really something motorsport related and I felt very creative, actually.
2: Thank you. Yeah, and well, that was mostly just you know, Very <laughs> smart no, I, with the words. I think it was should, Max's idea. I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Max's idea. It's all good. Yeah. Basically, as you can see, we are very pretty people over here. Yeah. Always good with words, and you should see the jokes they make on our Instagram uh, uh, page. So, Austin Around with Aussie power, you guys should check it out.
0: Yeah, we're plugging our own Instagram page on our podcast. That's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, by the way, we're actually going to put in the links for uh, Rio's Instagram page, his gaming page, and his website and stuff like that in our comments and uh, descriptions wherever you're listening. So do check out those uh, after you're done with our podcast. And uh, yeah, I actually want to talk to you about your gaming page as well. Uh, what sort of okay, games sure. are you really into and what do you play?
1: Um, yeah, for now, I'm more towards a settled course huh, because my friend introduced me to that and then like you could download so, so many mods, so many different tracks, so many different cars and you can just go creative. For example, you can have Formula 1 car racing down at Le Mans on the Muzan Strait or you can have a... Uh, say you can bring in a car to drive at Suzuka which all these doesn't make sense or probably, what, bring a rally car to f F1 circuit. Sometimes these don't, don't make sense but at the end day, it's for fun. And other games that also play is of course the Codemasters F1 series games which, oh, I, yes. which I thoroughly enjoy and recently because I moved on to my uh, gaming laptop I would have a- able to like install some mods so I could technically play F1 2021 without actually buying the 2021
2: game uh, I don't
1: know if you are <laughs> <weren't> be <laughs> saying that on our podcast you know but oh, maybe maybe get? no one, hopefully yeah. the <laughs> don't hear us. it <laughs> anyways I mean so many people, have, so, I mean even the F1 YouTubers have done it already so I guess they wouldn't mind already True,
0: true. I mean, I saw Lorenzo Noris did
1: it. Yeah, quite could a few be. of the gamers on YouTube. Yeah, uh, Team Mother, Araba, Noble. Sorry, uh, Tom Ninety Seven. These are the few of the F1 YouTubers I watch.
0: As some exclusive content for you guys, right there. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to ask you this question, which is something that I actually ask every single F1 fan that I come across. Uh, which is, if you could drive any F1 car of your choice. Uh, on any F1 track for one lap, uh, which car and which track would it be?
1: Oh, this is a good question. For me, the track it be hands down Suzuka. I mean, Ooh, sector one choice. you had good the Esses and Dunlops, high speed yes. corners, and then coming down to sector three, 130R uh, another high speed right. corner. It's very fun as well. In yeah. fact, I actually drove the short circuit in real life back in 2019. Yeah, what? actually it was in a it was it was a small little car, 30 kilometers an hour. But then. And at least you can get the racing line correct, la. Wait, and so you
3: actually went there to drive? I went cars.
1: to Suzuka, but it oh was it was God. for the experience, lah. But at the same time, I was the Super Formula Winter Test was happening at oh. coincidentally. So, I mean, I can, you can say two in one really in a day. It's quite fun. And as for the car, I think the twenty thirteen Red Bull RB nine, the last of the V eights, and championship winning car as well. Very good
0: choice.
1: That's a good choice. Uh, lastly,
0: Rio, I was actually most excited to talk to you about this, which is you had the chance to actually meet some of the current grade of Formula One drivers and team personnel. Could you maybe share with us how those interactions went? Who did you meet, and how they all go?
1: Yeah, for this, I think I split into two years. First year, twenty eighteen, it was before the race, before before the race on race day, and because most of most, if not all, of the F one personnel, they stayed at the Ritz Carlton hotel which is just across, which is within the circuit compound and so I was just standing there waiting outside the hotel and I met two per ser- two people First came uh, Alex Young, former for- Formula 1 driver for Menardi, who raced alongside Mark Webber back in 2001 He's now currently a, he's now currently a pundit at uh, Fox Sports Asia and so well, basically just I just gave him a high a wave and then I managed to get him to sign my uh, copy of F1 2018 and nice. after that I met a uh, Will- former Williams team principal Claire Williams. And she was she was a very she was a very nice nice person. Very very gentle. So and I also asked her for a signature and yeah, she kind she kindly obliged to sign on my F1 twenty eighteen game as well. Yeah, one of the
2: most valuable games I've heard yeah.
1: Out of there. Yeah, maybe. And as still keep it it's hanging on it's it's placed on my wall in my bedroom. <laughs> nice. And now and going to twenty nineteen I, what I did right Is after FP2 Ended I ran And wait And rather not wait But rather camped Outside the paddock Just to wait for the drivers To come out And the first person I met I think it was Uh Ah So Jackie Stewart Oh Uh 3-time world champion Back in the 60s and 70s And Basically I just gave him A little handshake But I, I know I think he was a bit busy So then Because he was kind of rushing So I just gave him a handshake And off he went And after that came Dr. Helmut Marko you know who he you know who he is and so what happened was that he only shook a few persons hands and then just decided to run off without caring for other fans and then I got another friend with me that day and we both were a bit unhappy you could say and then after that after that we had a uh, former Renault Test driver, Sergei Sirokin, former Williams driver as well and he was, he was kind enough to like stop for autographs and take selfies and I managed to get a selfie with him and then, after that, uh, it, uh, sorry, uh, AlphaTauri team principal, friends toast. Uh, same thing, also another another selfie and another, another signature. And before I finish everything, I want to go back to earlier in the day, before FP1, I was at a media event, McLaren, McLaren media event, where I met Lando Norris himself. Oh, so jealous, man. I am jealous. Yeah. So, Our resident also, McLaren fans are very jealous of you right now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I mean, if, we, if I can, I later can show you the photo just to confirm You I think I'm lying oh, right no, here. trust you, no, no, we trust you. Yeah, okay. I think Any, we've to... I remember, I went 2018. I I went for the Thursday pit lane walk, and uh-huh. guess who ran past me? No, Ricardo. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> Vettel. Verstappen, Verstappen was running oh past me. He's running with God. his uh team. Pe- he's showing his like engineers and whatnot. He couldn't stop for photos, so he just ran past me and da 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 off he went. Did you run after him like paparazzi? No, I mean I wouldn't be fit enough to run a- after <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I doubt
3: any of us well, are really.
1: None uh. of us, uh. no, I'm pretty sure. You know what?
3: Hearing you have met like more F one drivers and, and F one stars than I will ever have in my entire life, probably.
2: Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Makes me getting sad, do It's alright, it's
2: alright. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Actually, hearing about all these stories of like your interactions, uh, I know we're actually going to talk about this later, but I think we should maybe bring it forward and talk about it. Because uh, the Singapore Grand Prix uh, has been cancelled for 2021. Sadly for the second year in a row. Uh, and it's, it's worth noting that it's actually the last year in the contract for, in a, for the current uh, series of races in Formula 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if they're going to extend it in the next few years. Uh, there's news that... Uh, not really news but like people commenting that maybe not because you know in line with like the COVID restrictions the uh diminishing income from the races and like Singapore's general push for like sustainability it doesn't really fit within the image of Singapore right now uh mm. what do you guys think do you think we should still carry on with the races here
1: for me for for me as a huge Pomalo fan I would really want to see the race come back again well in fact the uh the press representative for the Singapore Grand Prix limited sgp limited he or she mentioned that actually they are looking they are looking forward to have a 2022 race and are currently in talks with the government and formula 1 management to host the 2022 race so maybe it, maybe there's a cha- half a chance that we can have the race back for 2022 yeah which aka we just extend the contract by one more year
2: yeah i think uh, going the fact that i would really love to see even if it's just for one year, the new cars at Singapore is one of the slowest tracks, you know, one of the longest tracks as well. It'll be fun to see how the new aerodynamic sorry, yeah, the aerodynamic rules affect the cars and you know how they're gonna pull off soft in Singapore as well. Even if it's just for mm. one year.
1: Yeah. Just to add on, next year there will also be the new eighteen inch rims. Oh yeah. Yeah. which can also yes. change the tire performance.
3: Mm-hmm. Those massive rims.
2: But, good
1: yeah, I'm um, adding on
3: of views. Yeah, so currently right now I find that the Singapore night race is really balancing on the knife's edge. On one hand, we got supporters like us that want the race to continue, but yet we also, on the other hand, a group of people that doesn't want to continue the night race. I mean, in a report by Channel News Asia, they uh, reported that out of the past 11 races so far, even though it has brought in a massive 1.4 billion in incremental tourism receipts, um, it works out to only an average of around $130 million a year, which is actually less than the amount that Singapore spends to host tourists. So in terms of um, economics-wise, um, it's not really economical and profitable for Singapore to host it, but I guess it does bring in some form of tourism receipt and it puts Singapore on the map. But yeah, we'll see how in 2022
1: again. Yeah! yeah actually, I'll just add a little something. Actually you see the F1 tickets in Singapore they sell for say about say let's say for the premium walkabouts about four hundred dollars plus the mm-hmm. reason why it's so expensive right it's not because it's trying to cover the cost of the rate the F1 thing itself. What is also included in your ticket is actually the concert. The concert comes with a ticket. Oh yeah, yeah. So in a way the concert is actually free, so you can go to like any concert you want. Especially given the fact are like um a, a couple of stages around the Grand Prix Grand Prix Circuit Grand Prix, Grand Prix Grand, the circuit park. You have the Esplanade stage, the Padang stage, the... I think that's called the Turn 1 stage, I I can't re- remember the name but You have a lot of stages, a lot of stage perform- perform- performances and also all those uh, small performances
4: You know, in fact, a lot of my friends, those are uh, like the partygoers, They actually just buy the F1, it's not just to go for the race, it's more of the go to go the concert, especially when Swedish House Mafia came to Singapore. Yeah. A lot of the kids were sold just because of that, oh. Because it was like a rare opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of star-studded people. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, 2016, 2016, you had Queen coming along, and then all those classic rock anthems, Bohemian Rhapsody, City, We Are The Champions, all the good stuff.
3: Yeah, exactly. And in 2011, Linkin Park came to Singapore. And being a oh, huge yeah, Linkin up. Park fan. Oh, yeah, I missed 20. the
1: opportunity! Oh my <laughs>
3: God!
1: Yeah, 20, t- yeah. adding on to 2011, fact, uh, everybody at, at the Esplanade Theatre, Esplanade Stage, right, got Rick road because Rick Ashley was around. I too. actually
4: almost went for the 2018 F1 race, because Martin Garrix was there. Because back then, I wasn't an F1 fan, but I was a huge Martin Garrix fan. So I actually bought the tickets, but then I had to like sell it away because I realised that it was 5 days before my prelim exam, so I couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. oh
1: man,
4: missed opportunity. Unmuching. Yeah, oh my god, it was insane, it was more
1: Yeah, speaking of races, 2017, as a Sebastian fan, wasn't the best of races? I mean, if all can remember, turn 1, before, wait, yep. you, you actually, before yep. turn 1, the sandwich between Raikkonen, Battle and Verstappen, which... Cause caused like 4 drivers to be out at one spot thing? At the thing. Yeah. yeah. thing And I was seated at the big Stand, yeah. aka the floating platform mm-hmm. And the moment I saw on the big screen, that thing that thing happened yeah, My heart just sank basically oh, I mean, I still yeah. remember,
3: yeah, I was at home as well, I was watching a race The moment yeah. they got off the line right, and they sandwiched each other, I'm like, oh no, it's yeah.
2: over yeah. It's yeah. over because I was at I think it was the Iron Orchard or one of the one of the bridges uh, along Orchard you know, where you can see the which uh, the race itself, and I couldn't see the start but I could hear like something happened. People were booing, so they, okay, something seems to have happened And then you know you, when, when the cars started coming around, I saw that a Ferrari was missing. So okay, yeah, I think one of them is gone.
1: Yeah, actually Vettel right he coming up coming through turn five, six and seven he actually had a missing uh nose cone. He, yeah, yeah front wing as well Yeah And also because yeah. of the contact be- between him and Raikkonen right It Raikkonen crashing to his side He actually uh leaked uh, a lot of the coolant Yep
3: Then he drove backwards for quite a
0: while
1: Yeah <laughs> You're not supposed to do that
0: Yeah so You know what, I for one I definitely hope that We get to see more Singapore night races I just Love it for like The uniqueness that it offers to the calendar itself You know, a nighttime street circuit is just fantastic to see mm. Maybe the racing could be better, but I think it's just a great spectacle to 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 be, uh, to view and enjoy. Really.
1: Yeah, you said uh, to improve the racing right, maybe one day why not, we design a single Grand Prix circuit of our own. Wow, <laughs> I mean, that'd be interesting.
2: Really
1: bad, I, I might I might desi- I might be able to design the cars, but I
2: cannot design the circuit to save my life, that's yeah.
1: for sure. Yeah, maybe what we can do, add uh, a loop-de-loop or jump. Ah yes, nice. <laughs> nice. No, I think a loop yeah. yeah. yeah, the loop is
2: possible. possible,
1: for sure. Possible, so, no. mm. But
0: there's uh, also conversation but. about you know uh which track is going to replace Singapore for this year in the calendar.
5: Mm. Uh,
0: let's just do a quick go around and see uh what does everyone think which track should come on the calendar.
1: For me, I think we can do a Suzuka double header. Nice. No, because you have to think about the logistics because. Right now we're already going to the Asian part, right? You can't say after Russia oh let's go let's go back to Europe and do another race down there. It just doesn't make sense and I don't think anybody want a Russia double header, right? Yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think you can do a Suzuka doubleheader or if not probably go up a, go up two hours drive to Malaysia, Sepang.
3: Yes, still nice was gonna walk. say bring back Sepang circuit.
2: I mean, I don't think something is going to happen at all Looking at the state of Malaysia right now uh, yeah They're it's going your, to what? Yeah 5 or 6 lockdowns Since COVID started, it's really not good I would say soccer because it's also a line race And it was the famous uh, George Russell incident So we can bring it back hopefully this time I mm. think good will happen for Russell Oh, that would <laughs> be so,
0: nice yeah It will be good
2: Yeah
0: Abhi, Vivek any thoughts?
4: Uh, honestly As a newbie fan uh. I have no idea what to replace it with, but honestly, looking at how things have gone so far in the race and looking at previous races, I think you know just doing a buckle race again. Uh.
1: <laughs> That's a, be a, there's why a be not? That's a bit a long shot, but sure. Yeah. Why
3: not? You know, why I can only hope retracing know. your steps. Right. Yeah, honestly, yeah. for
5: me personally, like I also can't really comment on the technical aspects, so really can't you know say based on that like which circuit I would want, but. Uh, I think I would want another night circuit as well, because uh, I think there are very few night races that happen at, in comparison to the day races. So I think uh, for me, the main priority would just to have like a night race. And uh, I don't know. Um, again, yeah, I think it would be fun. Depend, I don't know with circuits, but um, circuits, which are, I guess more interesting where Baku kind of action can happen. Makes you like uh, on the edge of your seat, you know those kind of races. Not really like Monaco, where eh? yeah. not much, you know, so, like no overtaking at yeah, all, you I know. Yeah, so that way, uh, I think uh, more dynamic night race. I think that would be quite interesting to watch. Yeah, Say,
1: speaking about night racing, right? Uh, you, he actually earlier there was some mention about sa- of Sakia slash Bahrain. It's actually possible yeah. what you can do, right, is to push back Abu-, Abu Dhabi one week later and then just squeeze in a Sakia race mm. down there. Yeah. So I felt Greece. that's quite possible. That
2: was what I was hoping for because started, okay, you're replacing one of the longest, if think one of the longest grid uh, on uh, Jeddah, one of the shortest ones. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Be Wait, nice. Jeddah in this year? I thought it was next no, year. No, Jeddah
0: is in this year. No. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well,
3: actually, uh, speaking on the on the topic of streets again, okay, something like Baku. Actually, I was thinking about it. Like the street, uh, Hanoi street circuit, okay, it was actually supposed to be debut, make its debut last oh, yeah. year, but it got cancelled again last year and this year. Mm. And I I it would be quite a nice touch to actually include it in this year assuming if they can all go there. But yeah, it's a street circuit itself and yeah, I think it's a good mix, something like Baku. It's pretty interesting, something we all never see.
1: Yeah, if anything, I just want to quickly compare uh Baku sorry, I'm quickly compare um Jeddah and Vietnam. For me, actually Jeddah is actually an easier circuit to drive because it is, I think it's just the corners that are much easier to navigate around because the thing I don't like about uh, Vietnam, it's just too tight. Yeah. I, uh mm-hmm. Saudi is, Saudi the track is slightly wider so then it's a bit more free, a bit more so-called freedom to make mistakes.
0: Yeah. It's definitely gonna be interesting. I I personally I'm gonna say bring back one of the older tracks like Hockenheim or Mugello from last year. Because those proved some interesting races and uh you know Hockenheim was always a bit of a
1: Crazy race
2: over
1: there, so that's definitely mm. something 20, 2019. Like yeah. <laughs> Mercedes. Mm. Yeah. Bring back Mercedes to your home ground. Netflix curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Netflix curse. Yeah, special livery and then you get k Maybe not a
2: special livery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, is, there a
4: a now, is the Miami Circuit in place already or is it coming like way in the future? I
1: thought it was 25. Yeah, I think it's
4: around
1: 2025. 20, it? Yeah, it's 125.
4: Yeah. From the graphic design, it looks really cool, so. It, it, it does, does.
1: Yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the design of the car good, but the race not so good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Miami reminds me of uh,
2: another topic that happened today before recording. To the Ludumpo Ludumbo Mayweather fight, which I haven't discussed oh. it at all,
4: but yeah, oh, okay. just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have my thoughts on that. I, thought that. I have my thoughts on
2: yeah, that. It was the highlight of the day for us, for me. And, mm. so for yeah. me
4: also, definitely. Yeah. Although, let's say it's for the money only.
2: I'm
4: still for, sure, for, oh,
1: sure. for sure, for sure. But I think all the, I think, I think all the chaos happened actually was yesterday.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, for yeah. sure. That's a, that's where it, the main that's chaos a very was. good
0: transition right there, Rio. Thanks for coming on cool. our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was just thinking about how to bring this around. Uh, So, like Rio said, all the action happened yesterday. And we'll be talking all about it in part 2 of our conversation with Rio. Now that will be coming out sometime later this week. So stick around and don't go anywhere. Plus it's COVID, you know, so you shouldn't be going out.